It's Wednesday, August 2nd, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And I tell you, if you live in the United States of America, you have certainly noticed that July was a crazy, crazy month in U.S. politics. We saw the White House chief of staff resign. We saw uh, several (laughs) press secretaries, I think, come and go. I'm not sure what's left there. Communication directors in the White House come and go. Uh, The state that I live in, Alabama, we've seen the attorney general who comes from this state, Jeff Sessions, under fire. And and truly, when you start to look at all of this coming and going, you start to see at the heart of it is, is, a, is a selfish heart that sees things as different and, and, and starts to war against those things that are different. Uh, certainly, if you look at the news, you see that that people flock to those things that are are similar to them. Uh, they want to get their news from sources that have the same beliefs, that have the same looks, that have the same feel as them. And if we're we're truthful, beloved, uh, that's the way we are too. I I remember growing up in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We uh, had a very uh, integrated high school, but still, even when you would go into the lunchroom, you'd still find uh, uh, just segregated uh, parts as as different people would 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 get into their clusters. The truth of the matter is, in the heart of sinful people, we want to be uh, only with the people that maybe look like us or similar than us or from the so same socioeconomic class as we are. And, and at the heart, we're all warring with racism. We're all warring with this, this pride about who we are. And, and the truth of the matter, beloved, is for the next couple of days, I want us to just talk about the gospel, ra- racial reconciliation, and even how we see adoption as something that actually helps us move uh, here in a physical reality to a a heavenly reality that we will be a kingdom from every tribe, every nation, and every people. We are the Imago Dei. And so even in July, as as Caleb and I and others got to go to Uganda, and I got to spend time with my brother from another mother, and and to see brothers and sisters in Uganda that that maybe don't look like me, they they haven't grown up in the same places. Many of them are not even from the same socioeconomic level that I am from, but yet we are drawn together by the blood of Christ. And, and beloved, that's what the gospel does. And so I just want us to look for a second at, at just some, some things today on racial reconciliation and what the gospel does in our lives to help us racially reconcile and bring uh, men and women, boys and girls together under the banner of Christ. I love what, what Peter says in 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. He says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous lights. Once you were not a people, but now you're God's people. Once you'd not even received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Oh, beloved, this truth is so awesome and so true. And, and just, it, it brings such a 
freedom to our hearts to know that we we had no calling to the marvelous light of Christ Jesus, but yet Christ died for us so that we could be reconciled to him. And so physically, we need to be reconciling all people unto the Lamb of God. Uh, you see, many years before Trayvon Martin or Michael Brown or Alton Sterling or Philando Castile or, or all those other people, uh, 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 people, white, black, Hispanic, and Asian who've been slain out of prejudice. Before they were slain, you know, there was one who willingly laid down his life. The Lamb of God was slain so that by his blood we would be healed and made a people, a holy race. This race is one made of all skin tones, all languages, all nations, and all tribes. You see, Jesus Christ died for racial reconciliation. He died to reconcile all races of people from their nasty, filthy sin into his holy and perfect life. It's by his wounds that we find true healing and we find true reconciliation. Genesis 1, 27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And, and he created us unique. And so if, if you're looking at an African man or a European man or an Asian man or a, a Latino man, the truth of the matter is all of these men, all of these women are created in the image of God. We are image bearers of God. In our country here in the United States, we need healing. Our, our nation needs a moral compass. America has truly forsaken her true love. You see, there are battles that are being lost in the courtroom. Uh, this last election was between candidates who have completely forgotten how to blush. Jeremiah 6.15 says, were, were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not ashamed at all. They did not even know how to blush. Therefore, they shall fall among those who fall. At the time that I punish them, they shall be overthrown, says the Lord, says Yahweh. The truth of the matter is we're living out Jeremiah 6.15. We have political candidates that don't know how to blush. We have a president that doesn't know how to blush. We have people in the White House that don't know how to blush. As, as Americans, we worry more about the economy than ethics and honesty. We're, we're battling each other on the streets because we've lost the truth of the Imago Dei that we are all made in the image of God. Bombs are exploding around the world. Our, our brothers and sisters are being beheaded in the Middle East, and it barely makes our news feed or, or, or even uh, is brought to our attention. Radicals are, are gunning down image bearers of God in the U.S. and around the world. And, and, and most recently, we've seen the, the heinous terrorist activities in the United Kingdom. And, and we pause long enough to condemn these other image bearers who were responsible for these atrocities. But yet, does it really break our hearts? Does it break our hearts for the sin that is so pervasive? Oh, dear Christ follower, our nation, our world need the restorative hope that comes only in the victory and death-defying power of Jesus. And brother and sister in Christ, we have, we've made racial reconciliation a social issue, not a gospel issue. We've, we've made it a political issue and not central to our churches and the gospel of Jesus Christ. The truth is our bloodlines are not skin deep, but they run deep down into our souls. Our brothers and sisters are dark chocolate and pearly white and all shades in between. 
We are a kaleidoscope of the creativity of our Father. We're image bearers of our Daddy. Christ died to redeem us as one united race under the banner of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And this gospel is is so beautiful that it weaves a tapestry of grace throughout all peoples, all ethoses, and all shades of skin, as we are reminded that we're no longer slaves to sin, but sons and daughters of Almighty God. And as sons, yes, even heirs of the Almighty, our mission is to go into all cultures, all nations, all races, all neighborhoods, all regions, and all religions to proclaim the excellency of the gospel of the kingdom of of our Father. Beloved, as, as we see brokenness in our world, especially that's surrounding this, this need of racial reconciliation, let us not forget that it's the gospel that people need. Right, Our sin is what causes us to look at others and, and look down upon others because of their skin color or because of their socioeconomic uh, uh, status or, or because of, of who they are. But it's the gospel that helps us see that we are dirty sinners, that we are the ones that should be looked down upon. But Christ Jesus, that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He pursued us. He came after us. And that's the same reconciliation that we go out into the ghettos and the highways and and, and we show the great love of Christ Jesus. You see, so we, we need to weep with those who weep and we need to mourn with those that mourn. Romans 12, 15, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those that weep. And, and, and we need to go to every corner of this country and, and this world and where the, where the lives of image bearers of our father are lost and we need to preach the gospel because the gospel shows us the depth, the height, and the breadth of God's love, which reaches into the inner city, the ghettos, through the gated communities of prestige through the heart of the Middle East, and ultimately throughout all nations. We need to show compassion before judgment and empathy before blame as we engage in racial reconciliation because we have a gospel that's about reconciling all people unto the banner of Christ. We need to slay our self-righteous pride, which places our safety, our personal security, and ourselves at the center of the world. And we need to price the gospel and the proclamation of the gospel into the center of everything that we do. I I love what Paul David Tripp says in closing uh, in his daily devotional, New Morning Mercies. He says, God is at the center of his universe. And when you put yourself there, it only ends in relational brokenness and personal disappointment. And only the gospel can move us out of the center of our own universe and place God back rightfully where he should be in the center of his throne. Praised be to God the Father who is the center of the universe, who is ready through his gospel to bring all people back to himself. And so tomorrow we're going to take another glimpse at racial reconciliation and how adoption, physical adoption, especially uh, adoption internationally and as families are, are adopting transracially and transethically, well, as it shows us racial reconciliation in physical form, but also mirrors this gospel reality of racial reconciliation. 
Also, look this Friday, August the 4th, for a new Defender Podcast Extra Edition as my friend Dr. Rick Morton hosts a discussion on how to advocate for your children who entered your home through adoption or for your foster children in the school system. And so as we get ready to go back to school, Dr. Rick is just going to host a a, a Defender Podcast Extra with, with several folks to really just help you know how do you advocate for your children as they go back to school. So thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching for Lifeline Child. And as always, for more information, you can get engaged with Lifeline by emailing us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.